So now that if you hear me chewing, in. I'm eating a delicious quesadilla. So the chewing should stop soon. Right. I'm almost done. <laughs> it took him like an hour to cook. I. It did. It took him an hour to make Listen, the quesadilla. Listen, I was doing like Some... 50 different things <laughs> at a time. You had to season the, the, the chicken and get everything ready. Okay? Oh. Okay. I thought you literally just put some Mexican cheese between two pieces of tortilla and called nah. it. I thought that kind of nah, quesadilla. Nah, nah. You mean you made a bona fide quesadilla? <laughs> yeah, you put stuff in the quesadilla. It's, I mean, it. You have cheese in the tortillas and everything like that, but you gotta yeah. put other stuff in it, like like chicken or lettuce or bacon. You know. Otherwise, it's just like a grilled cheese sandwich. I don't want that. I need I need more substance. Can we just be in the podcast now, like in the beer yeah. Sonata, I want, you, I want you to start the podcast at the moment Ryan said, at the moment Ryan said, Sonata, if you hear me chewing, start from there. Uh, on that note, this this is the Unverse cast. I'm Exio, Paradigm Gamer. Uh, I'm King K. And I'm eating a tortilla. No, a quesadilla. I mean, a well, tortilla. It does have a tortilla, and I'm eating bits of the, Corner of the tortilla right now, so you know what? Don't hate. We're professionals. Haters gonna hate. Um, so... Last time we we did a giant... <laughs> Odyssey on Sonic oh, Forces. Oh, fuck you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I just did that. Come at me, haters. Um, but today, we're moving... We're gonna do something a little simpler. Uh, around the time we did the last podcast, I sent out, like, I put out a tweet saying, Okay, we're g probably gonna answer questions. Uh, ask away. Then the last podcast ended up being three hours long, so we couldn't get to that. And of course, Haydox, uh, as always, had to take off early because he has important things in his life. Um, so today, we're gonna devote an episode entirely to questions. Something a little bit simpler for once. Uh, and on that note... Before we get started, we would be remiss if we did not continue with the quote-unquote fan-favorite segment, Uncle Mike's Fanfic. God one. help me. In the last ep <laughs> In the last episode, we read a little bit from a classic work called <laughs> Sonic High School and nearly gave Sonata a heart attack. So today, we're doing it again! Soon, of course you're gonna read more of it. Yeah. Today we're gonna give him AIDS to go along with it. Uh, by continuing Sonic High School. Because I think we unwitt unwittingly discovered a gold mine here. I don't think I've laughed that hard and Actually, no, who am I kidding? <laughs> Alright, so... Last time we read Chapter 1, today we're going to read Chapter 2. Uh, and... I like how, once again, I'd li I like to note that the description for this... The thumbnail says critically acclaimed city series, and in the description it says <laughs> all the high school students are 18 years old. That's it's convenient. <laughs> it gets you out of uh, trouble. Oh, I can, just by glancing at some of the words here, I can tell we're in for some fun today. <laughs> Okay, so in the last episode, uh, Sonic's ball problem was a thing, uh, and his, I don't know, I think it was Mrs. Instruction was her name, or something stupid like that, read, read, about, read aloud a journal entry about him having issues with his balls itching or something like that, and it was embarrassing. So, moving into chapter two, that continues from there. 
that the rest of the day for Sonic was awful. So bad it was that Sonic went home and went straight to the bathroom and took a big poop. It was a mad poop because it went down fast. It shooted out of his I'm butthole eating. so fast that it was like a gun shooting. <laughs> shooted. His, his poop stunk so much that even the neighbors could smell it, and they all had a meeting at night about what to do about it, and they decided that they would just put fans on outside, and if it really started to smell again, they would do something else. So Sonic pooped and went up to his room and shouted into his pillow, I hate everything! Sonic shouted loud and he heard a knock at his door. What is wrong, Sonic? asked Sonic's mom. <laughs> Nothing, said Sonic, said Sonic. <laughs> okay, just keep it down because I'm trying to watch the TV, said Sonic's mom to Sonic and left without saying anything else. Sonic was in his room still, so he looked out the window and saw Tails flying there with his flying tails. Sonic, are you okay? asked Tails. I was worried about you, Sonic. Sonic was less mad because Tails was always nice and smart and didn't care that Sonic left his porns around his room. So I could think about kissing and doing sex on Amy when he wasn't with Amy. Please be happy, said Tails. Are you there? Sonic went to the window, window and opened the window. <laughs> Sonic grabbed Tails and put him on the bed because Sonic is strong too. This day was the worst, said Sonic. Everyone thinks I'm a gay loser, oh, because I gave them my journal. Sonic cried a little, and Tails put his hand under his face to catch his tears. <laughs> tears can stain a carpet. Tears can stain a carpet. Tails like hugged added. Sonic and said, I'm always here for you. The promise tonight also. Well, I forgot, said Sonic. Sonic ran to his closet fast and pulled out his prom uniform, and it's a tuxedo, and put it on faster. <laughs> Is that limo here yet, Tails? That was- that's what you call heel face turn, or... I feel like there was a major tonal and plot shift that occurred just now, but regardless- We're going to prom least. now. I didn't know about that. Yes, said Tails right back. Let's go! And Sonic went outside with Tails, who was also in prom clothing, suddenly, and they went Is outside- Is he in a dress? I hope he's in a dress. <laughs> Hold on, are you- are you- are you saying that- Tails is gender fluid. Yeah, uh, he could know. be. It, it, but all I'm saying is that he he felt the need to specify that Sonic put on a tuxedo, but he didn't oh. specify anything for Tails. True. So maybe I mean, Tails true. just went buck ass naked. Good observation. I'd do that if I went to prom. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, when you have fur, you don't really have to worry about clothing. Unless you're much. a girl like Amy Rose or Cream. Yeah, but we we have to gender them specifically so that the audience can feel comfortable with themselves. Oh. They don't they don't wear clothes because they need to. They wear clothes <laughs> because that's what we expect women in our media to look like. I was going to say it's because they're being modest. <laughs> uh, you know, possibly. You know, maybe from maybe the character canon is that's why they do it, but the in the more meta sense, regardless. <laughs> The limo... The limo's broken, said the limo driver, who looked like a person, but darker <laughs> colored. Oh, no. The limo is broken. How the fuck did he get here? <laughs> wow! <laughs> Sonic and Tails got out of the limo and asked the limo driver if they could fix it. Nope, the limo is broken eternally. <laughs> eternally? <laughs> so Sonic what? grabbed Tails' hand and said, Let's go! And ran all the way to the prom, which was on an island called Ghost Island. Okay. This place is scary, what? said Tails. 
Ghost Island was really island? scary. Island? What? Yeah, what the? <laughs> it was shaped like a skull, and everything looked like it was dead. <laughs> Sonic looked at Tails. Yeah, it is," said Sonic. "I thought that the first chapter was great, uh, but this is this Art. is top notch." Why would they put the prom on this island? said Tails. I didn't see anyone else from the school here. Tails and Sonic were both worried about it all. Sonic and Tails walked forward and there was a haunted house. Sonic and Tails went into this haunted house and it was spooky. <laughs> Sonic saw a ghost and Tails saw a mummy. There was a man laughing. <laughs> Sonic and Tails, now you are both here and fallen right into my trap, said the man laughing. The man looked like an immature fat gay. <laughs> a fat immature gay. It was Eggman. <laughs> Eggman, why are you here? Asked Sonic and shouted at Eggman. Are you here for the Chaos Emeralds? Sonic shook his fist at Eggman and Tails ran at him, but what an idiot he was because a cage fell out down from the sky and trapped Tails. <laughs> you are doomed now, said Eggman. Welcome to a graveyard of you! <laughs> graveyard of you. What's Sonic was shocked, but did not run forward because he did not want to get caught too. But what if Eggman did not have another cage? Sonic did not know, so we went to the side into a different room. The room was smaller and had carpets and wallpaper. It was still scary, though. Uh, Sonic said, I need to find a way out and save Tails. He walked into a door that was on the next wall. Next thing, said Sonic, and he came out of the room into the same room he was in. This is a haunted house, so you always come back to the same place, said Sonic, thinking a famous saying he saw once on the wall of a Walgreens where it was written. <laughs> Eggman laughed and pointed at Sonic. I kissed Amy, and now you can never date her again because I'm going to do sex to her tonight. <laughs> no, this cannot be real, said Sonic. Sonic knew that he had to do something, but what? Oh it's shit! Not even a question. Boy. It's just some shit, man. We 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 gotta leave off at a cliffhanger. But oh, I need man. to know: does he have? Does he do the sex with Amy or not? <laughs> no, you know why this is the best fan fiction? It's because stuff like the Walgreens that just come <laughs> the into the story for no reason. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> clearly that clearly that was something that happened in the author's actual day to day life. <laughs> that. He or she, I, I don't know for sure, put in the story. Just like a, let, let's just say that I've been there. I I know what what was going on when that line was written, but that doesn't make it any less funny. <laughs> but yeah, so that that my friends was Sonic High School. That was our fan fiction for the day. Uh, we will continue to read onwards. Uh, until the comedy has been exhausted. Hopefully I won't be eating next time. Uh, yeah, and you know, those smelly poops and all that. And the, and the doing of the sex. And doing the sex to people. Specifically furries. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that was our fanfiction segment. Now we can move on to questions at long last. I have a question uh, for the gentlemen. Inverse cast. Have okay. you played Golden Sun yet? And if so, will you do a video on it? I play Golden Sun, and I have a video on it. So what about YouTube? Hmm? You just got, got ideas for a Golden Sun video for your channel anytime soon? Hmm? Uh, not really. Fuck! You can, hard, you can hardly have I played it for like an hour, the and then I stopped because it was I boring. Hate <laughs> I hate you. 
I want a divorce. <laughs> I thought I loved you. <laughs> Who are you anymore? Well, God. Someone who has better taste, apparently. Oh, oh, oh okay. Sonic, the, Sonic Adventure is just not that great of a package. Shout of the Hedgehog, though. Mm. <laughs> you got me there. You know, I'd rather play Shadow the Hedgehog than Forces. Uh, yeah, that's that's a little Sonic, too far for me. Sonic Avenger, <laughs> I, it, it repeats itself too many times, and I don't think it has aged very well, and the controls are not that good. Shadow the Hedgehog wasn't that bad. <laughs> when, did, right. when did Dertropolis right. Zone get here? Is he a part uh, of our cast? I, I oh, think no? he's I think he's part of the ether <laughs> of which this this podcast <laughs> ether. floats upon. Okay, so I put out a tweet on Twitter on the 12th of November, uh, before we did our last section. That was exactly two weeks Ayo. ago. But we got several questions. Uh, so first one, I don't know, maybe not the first one, comes from Jeb Dekaya Schultz, <laughs> AKA the Black Hooded Pompadour, <laughs> who asks, Dear Adverse Cast, would you guys ever be interested in doing post-commentary game playthroughs? P.S. When am I gonna get a super duper ultra secret guest appearance? I'm tired of just cameoing by name. Sincerely, the black coated gamer. Smiley face. <laughs> uh, so we have actually well, done. It seems like you're not a true fan. You're not Jeff. a real gamer, girl. <laughs> We've already done them. <laughs> uh, yeah. We've already done them, so. Yeah, we have. Uh, I don't know. A Klonoa playthrough, and I recorded some footage for Kirby's Septic Barn. <laughs> But we haven't gotten around to <laughs> actually doing uh, commentary for that. Uh, so that we we do want to do more of those. It's just uh, Sonata's a bit overworked. Mm -hmm. uh, that that three-hour Sonic <laughs> Forces episode has apparently taken taken his toll on him from just the fan fiction alone. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that's 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 the big answer just in case any of you other any of the rest of you are wondering. Um so what is it? Ryan's son or father? Twippo. He's he's my uh, dad. <laughs> okay, so Ryan's dad, Twippo from VeggieTales asks, "What is the best Mario game and why is it Super Mario Sunshine?" Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what do you guys think? What do you think? guys think? What do you guys ah! think? <laughs> we got no to the Mexican um, standoff. <laughs> uh, well... You, you guys know me, I love my Super Mario Sunshine. It is... It is a game... Like, we'll have time to talk more about this when we get to the inevitable Mario retrospective <laughs> on the channel. Uh, when, when Ryan mansplains us as to why Super Mario 64 <laughs> is a piece of diarrhea. Or a pile, rather. Uh, but until then... What, I think Twip is right that Sunshine is something of an accidental masterpiece for the right person. Because the game was clearly rushed, there's a bunch of cut content. It experiments in a lot of weird ways, but in a strange twist of irony, everything, like in a strange twist of fate, like lightning in a bottle, everything just kind of coheres together in a strange, certain way. And if you're, if, and if you're someone who the game appeals to, 
it will really appeal to you, if that makes any sense. And... Yeah, and I, I as the, the one person in the universe who likes blue coins, I can attest <laughs> that. Super Mario Sunshine is one of the most replayable games I've ever come upon. It is so much fun to speedrun, it is so much fun to get 100% and replay over and over again. I've played through it like five times this year. I don't know how, but it just never gets old. It's a great game, but my favorite is still Galaxy 2, Sumi. I think the level design is the best. I think that just in terms of the sheer creativity and the cartooniness of the visuals and the color on the screen, that to me is the, is the, the peak of Mario. Odyssey was... Odyssey I'm still finishing up, but I know that there are things about it that I don't appreciate as much as I do love the game. Fellas? Uh... Well, I mean, I had... Okay, one caveat to this statement. I have a lot of experience with the games, but Galaxy 2, it's been a, it's been a, a long time, so... I'm going to say that Galaxy is my favorite with the asterisk that when I play Galaxy 2 again, I might prefer that one, but I'm not sure. It's one of those two, though, for sure. I mean, Odyssey is great, but I don't think it's going <laughs> to... But what's weird about it is that if it didn't have that post-game stuff, I don't know if I would have, like... I, I really don't know if, if I would be having that conversation so easily, but like for me right now, it's definitely still Galaxy. All right. Ryan Kohai. You know, if Mario Maker was actually supported more, like if they had even more updates to it as opposed to just killing off the fucking Miiverse, I would say Mario Maker in a fucking heartbeat because it's just, it's... Like, it, it, it created its own thriving community and it's just there was never really a dull moment in Mario Maker, like either if you're making a level or if you're playing someone else's or if you're watching someone else play a level in Mario Maker. It, to me, it just it never got old, and it was just it was a lot of fun seeing what you can do given the limitations of the um, of of your tool set. But I can't really say that anymore because Mario Maker is pretty much dead in the water now that Miiverse is gone and now that the Wii U is dead. Uh, so I guess I just have to revert back to uh, my favorite Mario platformer, which is uh, Super Mario World 2: Yoshi's yeah, Island. Super Mario 64. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Okay, but that's a Yoshi Super game. Super Mario World 2! <laughs> 2! And when it was re-released, it was re-retitled Yoshi's yeah, Island. Yeah, but the original, the OG, is still <laughs> Super Mario World 2. The sequels are called Yoshi's Island DS, New Yoshi's New Island. It's a Yoshi yeah. game that has Mario in it. But Doki Doki Panic! Mm. Yeah, but that game has... The original Doki Doki Panic has no Mario stuff. Well, besides stuff that was later co-opted for Mario, and Super Mario Bros. 2 has no Doki Doki Panic references in it. My favorite Mario game is still Super Mario World 2. You know, I should play Super Mario 1 and 3 and World, or Yoshi games of any kind. Have you never played, played Mario any of 2. those? No, I haven't. How... what kind of a child did you have? <laughs> Obviously My a good one. Super Mario I Advance, envy him. Uh, I think Advance 1 or something. Super Mario Advance. The one yeah. that had 2 in it. That was my childhood of Mario. And then the okay. 3D games. Alright, well I had all the Super Mario Advance games back in the day. It was what you would call Super Mario Advanced. 
that's what everyone would call me. <laughs> and uh, I, yeah, the, so I, I played all of them, but. I, I guess strange. my parents decided to stop at Advance 1, because I, I never, <laughs> never went past that. Right. Well, I don't think that answers your question, Benny boy, but I don't know. You're probably not watching this. That was anyway. a loaded question, Twippo. Next question comes from Jester J, who asks, If you owned a AAA studio, would you rather work on a new IP or work on a new game for an existing IP? If the latter, which game series would you want to work on? <laughs> it's kind of a kind of a big question, so I'll plop it into our. Uh, well, this this question relies on a, a lot of context <laughs> and what what studio you're working for. I don't know. Uh, yeah. I mean, if uh, I if I was running things over at Monolith Soft, I'd be like, "Yo, Camelot, let's fucking make a new Golden Sun game." They'll be like, ah, How did shit. I know that was coming? So, or <laughs> if it was Game Freak or Skip, it'd be either drill. Anything that's like not like it, it, a, a dead Nintendo IP. Give me, like, I, I would make more like games that fucking Nintendo killed when they were so young and so pure. You know, I'll just make more games for those things, because you know what? Fuck you. I'll do what I want. Well. <laughs> Ryan, you know, I, personally, I, I would make more Brain Age from from that. That was, was a good time. I you know? hmm. love those games. <laughs> I don't know. Um, uh, well, obviously, I love Klonoa, so maybe I should possess oh, Namco Bandai and <laughs> get At least their you're getting a movie. Yeah. As long yeah. as you're doing that, make which, sure. which I mean, if okay, if we get a game with that movie, I I'm I'm hesitant. It's, I'm very is hesitant. Movie, is the movie gonna looking like it's? I mean, the st be... the best movie game that I've played still to this day is Toy Story 2. So I don't know. I'm not holding out. Yeah. Hopes. yeah. What about Spider Man 2? <laughs> um, I don't even remember. That was pretty good. <laughs> All I know about that is like the pizza <laughs> song. Right? Indeed. Why haven't we played Toy Story 2 on the show yet? Huh. I don't know. I can record it if you want. Though I only have the PS1 version. I don't know how. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's kind of weird. That's kind of the best version. Yeah. Uh, it's either that or the N64 version. I'll record it and we'll do yeah. it sometime. Okay. I don't know when though, because we have uh, a lot of stuff. As for my answer to this question, it's like there's so many ways you can go. Uh. Bring bring back Mega Man would be something, but I kind of want Kid Icarus Uprising too, because um, Sakurai has basically said "fuck off," I'm not doing another one, because we put our all into the into Uprising. But playing Uprising again, I see a lot of opportunities to continue the series and do more with the mechanics, and. I know. I don't feel like uh, Uprising was like the the apex of what that playstyle, of what that new gameplay experience could offer. There's room for improvement, and there's room to do more with the Kid Icarus mythology and universe. So I kind of want another one of those. Uh, but yeah, Klonoa and certainly other dead IPs. Oh, uh, one game I've always wanted. 
ever since I first played the Werehog is a Streets of Rage reboot on like a 3D brawler game, 3D spectacle fighter. And because like Streets of Rage 3, I don't know how much you guys know about the series at all. I know of it. Do you... No, I don't know anything. Basically, the plot is uh, this evil crime syndicate has taken over the city, uh, led by the villainous Mr. X, who looks like a Japanese Yakuza. And uh, you're you're playing a bunch of uh, crooked ex-cops who are basically decide to take on the syndicate alone. There are three games. They basically had the same. The first two had the same exact plot, pretty much. But the third one got really weird uh, and had actual cutscenes and stuff, and it kind of ended in a way that's hard to make a direct sequel to. So I think the next one they should just do a full-on reboot, take take some inspiration from Bayonetta and God of War, but still kind of and Street Fighter, I guess too. And what I imagine is a game that's kind of like chapter-based. It has kind of like an unfolding story where it's kind of same concept. Mr. X and the Syndicate have taken over the city. Uh, you're playing as Adam plays and um, Axel, uh, the three main characters in the original. You can play as whichever you want. And uh, it's kind of like a 3D game where you beat up enemies and you explore levels and uh, you, you collect upgrades, you level up and unlock new moves, do stuff like that. And then along the way, there's like this unfolding story where you're basically uncovering the master plan of Mr. X and the Syndicate, and it sort of leads into the climax. I would love that game if it was ever made. And that's what, that's what, and the reason I think Sega can pull it off is because, uh, basically the Werehog gameplay is, is pretty much what I'm looking for, ironically, and it just makes me wonder why they didn't just make a 3D Streets of Rage game instead of trying to shoehorn it into because Sonic Because they already instead. had the Yakuza series. Is that what the Yakuza series is, mm -hmm. essentially, what I described? Yeah. I mean, it's a bit, it, it's oh, a bit more, like, Japanese political, because, like, again, it's like, you know, Yakuza. Like, you're playing as, you know, the members of the Yakuza. So, and it, it is, like, 3D, and it's really over-the-top and crazy and shit like that. I do recommend it. There was a prequel that released for the PS4. It's Yakuza Zero, and it's pretty cheap. Yeah, Yakuza yeah. Zero. And it's pretty good. Everything's in Japanese, right. though. Like, the voice acting's in Japanese, and there's subs. I hate it when games do that. Azure Striker Gunvolt does I, I that. Think, I think for this game, though, it makes sense, because it's trying to be as authentically yeah. Japanese. And I think, like, if like if they're in Japan, and all of a sudden they're like, Oh, hey, Mikado! What's up? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it makes sense for that game, but for Gunvolt, there's no reason why the... Voice acting had to be Japanese only, and why I'm not allowed to turn it off in the second game. Well, I know why Yakuza Zero has. It's not nest like. I know what you're trying to say, Ryan, but I know why it has Japanese voice acting, and it's the simple fact that Yakuza. This was like the first honest attempt to bring Yakuza like to the U.S. in a big way. Uh, in a big way. Yeah. So I don't think they really cared. Because if you see Persona 5, Persona 5 is almost the exact same climate. Mm -hmm. And since Atlas knows that Persona sells pretty well in the West, they're like, okay, we can put in the effort to localize mm -hmm. this. So I don't think it's necessarily because it's a well, Japanese game. you do know game. that there are other Yakuza games that released in America. Yakuza uh, 1 through 5. Yeah, and did almost nothing. So I don't think they were very confident. I mean, they, they still 
Plus, I don't think I don't think we've had a Yakuza game in a, like since the PS2 no. era. No, we had Yakuza games for the PS3. Uh, did they yes. release in the West? <laughs> did they have any backing? Behind I mean, there's them? a following. I mean, they sold pretty well. Yeah. I mean, if they didn't sell well, then they wouldn't. We wouldn't have like any other Yakuza game. Because they also remade the first game too, and they sold no, for twenty but bucks. They, they sold well in Japan. Yeah. That's the thing. I, I, like in the West. That's why. I mean, they, okay, they, if a game does like okay, if you ever wonder why a game isn't localized or has English dialogue, it's because they probably are not very confident, or they just don't have time. In the case of Azure Striker Gunvolt, I imagine that it's such a like small project that they just wanted to like rebrand it. Like put the text in and then just release it digitally. I think in the case digitally. of Gun Vault, it was more like they didn't have enough money because Inti Creates is kind of a small. It's kind of exactly, indie, but kind yeah. of not. That's the reason why I just don't like in this. The first game you can turn it off, which which is fine enough for me. But in the second game you can't, and I don't know why because I find listening to Japanese voices really grating. It depends. That's, that's just it me. depends. Cause like if I'm if I'm like even in Persona Five, like there are times like like in Persona Five when they're like, oh hey on Senpai, I'm like, what? Like hearing an English person say like you know Coon or Senpai or Chan, it's like it it sounds off. It sounds better in Japanese. They they honestly they should just. They should probably, like, if they're gonna localize it fully, maybe they, like, shouldn't necessarily try to directly bring over mm. honorifics because they don't translate to English, like, the way they translate to English is stand-ins for Mr. Yeah. or The, or, and it does not come across that way in English, so I don't know. Yeah, Yeah. like, if, if they, if, um, if or when Yakuza 7 comes out and it has, like, it has an English dub, I'll... Ugh, that, that will put me off so fast. It, it just, that doesn't seem right. Well, they'll probably have the option for both mm. dubs. Which I will stick to so the Japanese, because I am a weeb. Even Sonic Forces has an option has for an Japanese. has an option for like every language. It has an option for Italian. <laughs> yeah, I've tried the, the German one, and it's... Oh boy. It's... It's an interesting ride. And on that note, next question uh, comes from my my boy, Abif. Uh who Hadox knows as well. Uh, he asks, have you heard the P-Pap song? Um, I don't know Time what that is. Time to YouTube it! So, Nana, play a clip of the P-Pap song. Unless if it's porn, in which case, do not play it. <laughs> uh, pen, pineapple, apple pen. Oh... Oh, I know that song. No, yeah, okay. Okay. Um, the only thing I know about is I saw Ryuk do it from Death Note, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, I, I know that song. Okay, next question! Oh. <laughs> Maybe this makes more sense in his native culture. I just got shit. Uh, okay. So, uh, he follows up for a serious question, how did each of you get into game reviews? You're all huge inspirations for me, and it helped me shape the way I want to make my own videos. Even me? Uh, I think I think I totally forgot to mention that Hadox is in here. <laughs> um, he, we don't know where he is, and 
<laughs> we, just... <laughs> we went we went out to get groceries and we we lost him we couldn't find <laughs> we lost our son it's like gone girl we came back and it looked like he had been murdered but he's probably it was probably him trying to frame us <laughs> i wonder uh, spoilers if, for if people for gone are just girl. waiting for hadox to chime in like <laughs> yeah that would be hilarious that he's just like yes i also think that <laughs> <laughs> you, you, I can't. Nobody can do his voice. Can you guys do his voice? Uh, I'm curious. Uh, mm. let me, uh, hmm. Trying to be like like how he sounds in his videos. It's just like Sonic Forces is a game, and I can't do a Hadox voice very well because he has a very unique voice. Also, why the fuck is Club Penguin shutting down? <laughs> That's the best I can do. I'm sorry, Hadox. I butchered your legacy. Yeah. Well, I guess then I guess that means it's pretty hard to imitate him. He's one of a kind. Vocally. Yep, he's got a one of a kind. He's one dynamite guy. Uh -huh. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, maybe we should go in question. order of who started first. I think that was Ryan, or no, I I was probably making reviews first for the rest of you guys. Um. Back day, used to watch Angry Video Game Nerd and Nostalgia McCritic. I'm sure a lot of people have similar backstory. And I, I don't know, I guess Johnny was probably the biggest one, even though I don't really watch him anymore. And I don't know, I just felt like I've always had very unique opinions on a lot of things. Like, I'm going to be publishing freaking defensive Mega Man and base. <laughs> Which nobody else is ever gonna do, I guarantee you. Uh, because when I feel strongly about something, I feel the need to talk about it. And yeah, I'm the same. Yeah, and it's uh, it, like, like uh, I'd always watch reviews and feel like eh, I didn't feel this way or that way, and there would be nobody to really argue my perspective, or you know, because let's be honest, review watching reviews is all about validating your opinions it's kind of true uh if i think we don't like to say that we're open to a marketplace of ideas but at the end of the day i think a lot of people just want to hear someone else say what they already think uh and there was not really anybody to do that for me so i just took matters in my own hands and made my own channel and uh kind of a slow start because I didn't really know what to do with it at first. Like, the first few... My first video was... Eh, it's it's still up. It's my Luigi's Mansion review, but I probably gotta pull a Jay's reviews and redo that thing. <laughs> uh, and the next few videos I made after that were kind of ABGN knockoffs, where I looked at Pixar games. Those are no longer available on YouTube because they don't represent the kind of content I want to make anymore. Uh, and after that, I did another M review, and which is also dated, and I have to redo it. Paul J's reviews, and from there, it just kind of snowballed into remake or rebreak, and I don't know. It's it's like even I I have pretty much problem with every video I've made, probably ever. Uh, because because while my scripting has basically gotten better and better with time, there's always that one voiceover clip I was too lazy to re-record or something that makes me not want to re-watch my older videos. 
that's not the question you were asking. Uh, as for Remake or Rebreak, where that came from, the name of the segment just popped into my head one day. I wanted to review the classic Mario games, but I wanted to review the versions I grew up with. Uh, so Remake or Rebreak was my way of being able to do that, because if I just reviewed Super Mario Advance, then people would be like, why aren't you talking about the originals? That's, that's where that came from. And, yeah. Uh, so that's, that's, that's my story. And King K, and oh, Ryan, you, you, no, I actually, Ryan, I think King K came next. <clears throat> Ryan, when did you upload your first video? Uh, let me check. Because, like, I, most of my videos that I made, like, back in the day, like, post-Pokemon Ruby, they're, uh, they're on private. Because they're pretty bad. <laughs> I guarantee that if you started, like, sometime in... 2014 2015, and... January 26. Uh, well, my first real video was in May <coughs> of 2015, so I don't know. So does that mean I get to go next? Yeah, just yeah, so you should go. Oh, boy! Um, I mean, I, like, I, I was out. I, I, I can't speak. Um, I really don't, like, I was like I, I wanted to make like a YouTube channel for a while. I just didn't know what to base it on. And you know, a friend of mine caught wind of that and was like, "Why don't you make it about positive stuff? Like, why don't you talk about something that you like?" And I'm like, "I like the GameCube," and she's just like, "Well, then fucking do that." And I'm like, "Okay." And that's kind of where I got my start, you know, doing the fucking GameCube videos. But I don't really. Like the way how they turned out. You said you have such disdain what do you for mean? the fucking GameCube yeah, videos. Yeah, the fucking GameCube. Like I don't think any of them have. They're not really well made, except from like like everything from like Pokemon Ruby upwards. I think are good for the most part. Um, like the Golden Sim video, I still think is my best. The Final Fantasy VII one, that's not a GameCube one, but like that one's another one of my favorites. Uh, Mario Sunshine, just because I pissed off some people who like Mario 64, you know, so, you know what, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, it's all, it's because you're a filthy millennial who doesn't understand. Am I a millennial? I was 1995. In Does that make me a millennial? <laughs> uh, fuck. Yeah. Yes. Oh, fuck. I was born so, before so you. Does that mean that you, you do or don't like Earthbound? Uh, yeah, that's alright. <laughs> that's the litmus it's test. okay. Um, I think the game is a big pile of shit. Uh, <laughs> and I'm, I'm, that's not hot, me being hyperbolic. I, I hate Earthbound. Exo, I need I need to tell you this. You should never make an Earthbound video. I, I have no interest. Well. I have no interest in playing the game again, let alone reviewing it. So I think I'm gonna be all right. Um, but yeah, it's just about me like trying to stay more positive because like even like back then I tried not to like like even if I were talking about like a bad game like Shadow or Sonic 06 I would talk about it in a positive way like looking at what the game did right um and which is refreshing yeah you know because I mean part of me wanted to do that because like you know uh, Sonic games are really fucking like they're they're really touchy you know 
And it's like every fucking, like yes. everyone has done like a Sonic 06 review. So it's like, oh, Sonic just had a hard time ducking me. Oh my God. Sonic is so bad. And I'm like, well, <laughs> I mean, the games aren't all that bad, are they? They do some pretty okay things. You know, so I just like, even like with some other videos I have planned further down, I want to look at them in a more positive light. No, Mario 64 is not one of them, because fuck that stupid game. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, like... Wow. Wow. I mean, that's that's really all it was for me. Is like, I just wanted to, you know, exercise my optimism. And then I met all these weirdos. And then these... And then I got this Whoa. message like, hey, man, we're doing a podcast. You want to join us? And I'm like, eh, I suppose I can grace you with my presence and my measly 200 subscribers. <laughs> uh, well, we, we wouldn't be nearly as good without oh, sh you. Oh, shush. Whoa. It's all the love. Fla <laughs> I'm it. flattered. Can you feel the sunshine? No. Can you feel the sunshine? Does it no. brighten up your day? Does it brighten up your day? Dan! <laughs> why did you start high, a YouTube channel? Technically, my first video was in 2014, but it's not a real video. I was just figuring out how to use Sony Vegas. <laughs> so I made Roger Craig Boom, which, because I guess Sonic Boom came out around that time. And that was yeah, the hotness. So I, I was like... Uh, you know, Before I'll, I'll the figure Sonic out Forces how to... debacle, <laughs> with fan yeah. base being awful, there was the Sonic Boom debacle, which was almost as bad. Almost. <laughs> yeah. I, I made a parody of... Because, I mean, I guess the one thing that I saw on YouTube was like a bunch of people making fun of the game, so I was like, eh, I don't really want to make... Like, I didn't care that much about it, but I, I needed to get my my fist into editing. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna make like a parody. Something like a one minute parody, but I don't really consider that my first video. I just keep it up because that's the first thing that was on my channel, why not? So my first real video was Kirby's Squeak Squad in like May, I think, of 2015. Uh, and I did Kirby's Squeak Squad <clears throat> because I, I've never seen anyone talk about it other than like Ant Dude. Um, and I grew up with Squeeze Squad, and it, I always found it weird that, like, it seems like people forgot about it ever existed. But maybe yeah, for well. good reason. I mean, I liked the game, but it wasn't very, like, it didn't take many new strides, necessarily, but... Yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess it was the first original Kirby side-scroller since Kirby 64. It even brought some ideas back from Kirby 64, like mixing powers. Um, yeah. But... In terms of the soundtrack and the look of the look, the look of the game didn't. Well, really that's progress. what I came to find out with age. I think it's just because I grew up with it, and I because I grew up with it, I was like, why does no one ever talk about it? But then I got into the other Kirby games. I guess it's because I grew up with Squeak Squad on DS and Superstar Ultra on DS, and I I always did prefer Superstar Ultra, but I found it weird that nobody talked about Squeak Squad. So I'm like, hey, let me do that. And it's like, even compared to Kirby and the Amazing Mirror, which is like a Kirby Metroidvania game. Yeah. Which is very unique. And the same people made that who made Squeak Squad. Then you go to Squeak Squad, and it's just Kirby's Adventure again, only on DS, yeah. and with GBA graphics on DS. It's a bit disappointing, A I lot guess. of games did um, that. 
Mm. Like even the the like Mega what? Man ZX games, they kind of did that. Like it looks like uh, it looks like uh, Mega Man Zero. Eh. Yes, but it does does look like the color choices and the way that the environments were shaded mm -hmm. looks, you know, geared for DS. Even though the visual style and the sprite design looks kind of similar to Zero. Yeah. Um, but with with uh, Kirby Squeaks out, it's like literally recycled. <laughs> Sprites. Oh, no. yeah. yeah. Maybe they changed the colors slightly, but yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, other than that, I made a lot of videos that I that don't exist anymore. So, <laughs> uh, at one point, I had a Toy Story Two video. I think Ugh, that that was like a blur. My <laughs> that point, in my channel was like a blur. I had no idea what I, I was doing. Until I got to Ratchet Yo, like, and I don't know what I was doing when and I was making then, this and that. I, I still don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> and I've been around for, like, <laughs> yeah, almost yeah, three years. Seems to be a common thread here is that... Kind of dove in headfirst, not really knowing what we wanted to do, and we only kind of found... Settled into our niche... With time. Certainly that's how it was for me. It sounds like it was the same for King Keck. And even you, Ryan, you said that everything after your... Pokemon Ruby video is where you seem to hit your stride. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I've been doing more streams so. than anything, but that's just because it's like, you know, full-time job. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you only have one channel. I have uh, two I produce for, and th another one, this one, that I participate on. Yeah. Uh, we gotta move on. Because King K can't be here all day, fortunately. Mm -hmm. uh, let's see, Garfield Kart or Mario Kart uh, from Dasanica. Garfield Kart. Oh yeah, of course, <laughs> Garfield Kart. All right, moving on. Uh, this this guy with a weird name that is impossible to read. Uh, his at is serial K case serial K eighty six asks. What type of 3D Sonic gameplay style do you, each of you prefer? <laughs> Adventure or boost, and why? Adventure! Adventure. I, I'm also going to have to say Adventure, in terms of 3D. Yeah, I just think it has more going on. I mean, boost is fine, but like... I don't know, I think I'm kind of sick of how boost works. So, maybe that colors my answer, but... I, I kind of like, I just like... Even Lost World I've been playing a lot recently. I just like to have more control, I guess. Like, to just do th more things. Because I've never felt like 3D control in the boost games has ever been that great. Yeah. yeah. So People it's, it's kind of... complain about 2D sections, but really, yeah. 2D is the only thing that kind of works. <laughs> that in linear hallways where you can quick step. That's Sonic about it. Sonic Generations and Seaside Hill have a word to say Sonic. to you. Uh, and drifting. Well, the level design in that is fine. It's just that controlling it has never felt yeah. like it's just really weird, even in generations. Yeah, I don't remember who said it, but like, yeah. if Sonic had good control in any of the boost games, he wouldn't need to drift. Yeah. Or a quick or step. Or a quick step. And for the love of God, like, they rely on quick step sections a lot, but. <laughs> In a lot of cases, it doesn't. It's not really. You know all what's that great about the adventure games? Grinding on rails because it's not automated. Uh, that's well, what I, I came to appreciate about uh, 
Sonic Lost World actually is that I really appreciate the rail grinding in that because it's a perfect medium. It's not automated, you don't just press a button, but it's not like Adventure 2 where you just fly off the fucking rail if you yeah. if you don't like do it the right way. So it's kind of I kind of like that approach because it's you actually doing something to change rails, but it's not like mm -hmm. you know it actually works better than it did in the adventure uh -huh. games. Oh my. That's controversial. Alright, uh, moving on. Hassel Hoffman. Oh, hell yeah. Who looks like secret, who looks like secret agent Clink. <laughs> the best game ever made. Uh, asks, can a game be too polished? Mm. Uh. I mean... <sighs> I, I, I think I need a no. bit more to the question because like if it, if a yeah. game is too polished but it's like like if they put all of their efforts into making the game polished but they didn't like make it fun well what what does too polished mean I guess I think yeah there's some context to that question we're maybe not getting uh, but it reminds me the thing in high school, I probably talked about it on the podcast before, where I went to technical school for a high school class. And I recall a game design professor explaining to me the difference between a programmer and a game designer. And you obviously you need both to make a game, but more people more on the programming ends, the more technical end are more concerned about building engines and making sure you hit deadlines and stuff like that while people more on the artistic end of game design are more are more interested in is this fun to play uh what's uh, are these ideas interesting or new stuff like that and the way i interpret this question is is it's pot is it possible to be so concerned with the technical end of the game design that you're that the actual fun factor suffers. Yeah, I, I can... And I do think yeah, so. Yeah, because, like, you know, say what you will about the new Super Mario Bros. games on the Wii, the 3DS, and Wii U. Those are polished games, but they're stale as shit. Same with 3D Land. I wouldn't go that far, but in, in the overarching sense, I agree with you. It's like, I, I'm sorry, you can wipe those games off the face of the earth and you'll lose nothing of significance. They... Ugh, I don't know. I like yeah, the, the DS, DS one, is, one is good, yeah. <laughs> great even. But I, the other ones I just are, they're some of the most mediocre, pointless games out there. We did, we didn't need four yeah. of them. Is the thing. One was because enough. Technically, because the level design in all of them is actually pretty rock solid. Like even people complain about New Super Mario Brothers too, but. You play that game. There, is, there are actually some interesting visual stuff in, going on, and some really creative levels. It's just it's burnout, and they don't really have a lot of mechanical differences. The it's kind of just like another level pack. Yeah. Every game. Uh, we didn't need four of them, but I will agree with you that they they lack a certain je ne sais quoi to help them stand out. But yeah. Uh, next question comes from the Nathaniel Foga, who asks, Have any of you, besides Hayden Deox, seen the Ratchet and Clank movie and played the PS4 game? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> we were in sync! <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen the movie, I have played the game. 
I owned the game, I just haven't played it yet. <laughs> oh, hey, my voice is cracking. Ah! The, um, the game is, <laughs> I think, the new Super Mario Brothers comparison is apt. Ooh. The, the gameplay is as solid as it's ever been since, like, Tools of Destruction, where the series kind of hit its stride, I guess. Or stagnated, I guess is the better term. <laughs> uh, but in terms of the story and the vision they had for reimagining the game, mm, it, it feels like... It feels like if the old Ratchet & Clank games were a parody, then the reimagining is what they were mm. parodying. Hashtag it's... Gadgetron. <laughs> uh, oh, I love that. Have you played the game King Keck? No. Really? Hmm. I mean, oh, people. Okay. <laughs> uh, I don't really know why, because I, I recall even saying in the videos that I was like, "Hey, I'm looking forward to this," but I, I don't know why where I ended, but I just did never picked it up. And then I heard so many things about it that I'm just, I'm just, like, I'm not as curious as I once was anymore. I really just don't care anymore. I'll cover it, maybe, I don't know. Yeah. It's, you're not missing out on much. I heard, from what I've seen of the movie, it's the game without the gameplay. So all you get is the terrible story. <laughs> yeah. uh, and... It's in 4K, and it looks really nice, but that can't salvage a terrible script. I.e. the Emoji right. Movie. Yeah. Uh, so, what is your favorite... Alder613 asks, what's your favorite Ruby character? R-W-B-Y? I haven't yeah. seen it. Uh, Ruby. Ironically. <laughs> I... I don't know what Ruby is. It's so. made by Rooster Teeth, yeah. right, Dan? Yeah. Yeah. Is mm -hmm. it? I thought it was just mm -hmm. some anime. Nope. No, they made it, but it's definitely anime style. Okay. I'm caught up with it, so I guess I'm the only one here who. Sorry. <laughs> really I know up with of it. it. I just don't know Ruby about it. Ruby is my it. favorite. Ruby is my favorite character. Ruby, Ruby. is my favorite Pokemon games. Oh. Uh, Patrick Ramey asks, if you were as rich as Bill Gates, what would be the first thing you buy? <laughs> that laugh makes what me think I... that, uh, Ryan's gonna answer a harem. What? what? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was gonna say Camelot Software and to tell them to make oh. a new Golden Sun game! <laughs> See, that's the predictable response. Why would I want a harem? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'll buy uh, some chocolate milk. How money? about that? Oh well, yeah, there you go. <laughs> and if I had that much money, I would I would just do whatever I wanted, you know? I would be content at that point. Like <laughs> that's that's life struggle, right? Well, at that point, point, you where can you're... buy it. You, did you guys know you can buy views on yep. YouTube? Oh, yeah. So How do you think I get all my views? <laughs> uh -huh. I mean, like, do you do you know the uh, 
what's that thing? I'm looking it up right now. It's, uh, yeah, Maslow's Hierarchy of Needs. Once you fill that one, then you're good. The struggle in life is filling it. If, if I'm rich as Bill Gates, then fuck, I'll just, like... Then I'm just counting... Well, now things are getting <laughs> grim. I'm just counting the days to die after that point. Oh, boy. <laughs> I mean, if I was as rich as yeah. Bill Gates, I'd, like, like, real talk, though, you know, I, I'd, you know, pay off any loans that my family had and buy my, my mom a house and shit. I, I would still just be, like... I would like to think, anyways, that I'd still be just doing what I do. You know, I'd still go to work because nothing lasts forever, especially money. You know, I'd still be a working class yeah. citizen. I'll do my job. Do my jab. My job. Um, I am a simple man. First thing I'd buy is probably the fanciest analog. <laughs> professional monitor I can get my hands on. Preferably one in like 900 or 960p uh, so I can play on my it would have component inputs on it and bink inputs and I don't know SCART I'm probably not going to get but yeah all these inputs on it and it would give me a nice sharp analog picture and have zero input lag and I'd play all my games on it uh, all my old games on it, and yeah, that's that would be the first thing I buy. Cause those things are fucking expensive. And the second thing I'd buy yeah. is a glass of damn good chocolate milk. Cause that damn fourth with, uh, chaos, with the side of hair. Buy. <laughs> Would you buy a harem, Michael? Would you? Um, I don't know. That's kind of slavery in a way, so probably not. <laughs> Because slavery is no good. Yes, no good. Yeah, so that's that's that question. Uh, Z dude asks, does Game Maverick, with you know singular Game Maverick, have any one-up mushrooms? Does it? Uh. <laughs> no. Fuck. Ethan gave me a super mushroom once that had a pair of boxers in it. That's the closest <laughs> thing. Uh, Rogue, oh, I think we got another question from this guy earlier. Uh, Rogue Helljumper hey, asks, Tristan. When will Exo, when will Exo make a Super Mario 64 roar finally? The answer is fuck you. Uh, second question he asked is, why is Alex such a nerdle? Because he looks like a turtle! <laughs> I named him that because it reminded me of Donatello. <laughs> <laughs> What you doing? I could like women with big tits and small dang asses. <laughs> oh, come on, dude. Uh, Not all guys like girls with big boobs and nice asses. <laughs> Ryan's, Ryan's Alec voice is just genius. <laughs> Can I play I Alec in the live-action side quest gamer movie? Yeah, that would yeah. be great. Uh, well, so another Twitter user, 150, asks, Will Hadox's penguin suit ever see the light of day again? By the way, we love Alec. Alec is... I don't know, I just he's, fear he's for this precious, world. He's precious, and I love him. Yeah. He is, he's a misunderstood genius. 
I think that in time, when the when the aliens come down and discover our ruined civilization, they'll uncover the side quest gamers <laughs> catalog. And that's all they'll need to know about our culture. And they'll be like, wow, they really did have actual 3D avatars. <laughs> Uh, another Twitter user 150 asks, "Will Paydox's penguin suit ever see the light of day again?" Well, only he can answer that question. And he is unfortunately not here. We'll yell at him next time when he comes on. We'll put a much like the agent from Bolt, Disney's Bolt. We'll put a pin on that <laughs> and come back to it. See, you're making a <laughs> joke that went later. right over the head because I haven't seen Bolt. There is, there is. So there's Hannah Montana girl, uh, right? Okay, she hang on. Bolt. You lost me at Hannah Montana girl. Miley Cyrus. There's a Miley. There's Miley Cyrus. There's little girl voiced by Miley Cyrus. She owns Bolt, and Miley Cyrus Cyrus girl has an agent who looks like a big douchebag, and his catchphrase, his thing is that whenever she asks about where her missing dog is, he'll say, "Let's put a pin in that." <laughs> and so every time somebody says, "Let's put a pin in that," I I reference Bolt. I, unironically. Unironically. Because it's funny. Alright, so... Actually, I remember that movie was okay, actually. Yeah, it's it's fun. Uh, Z-Dude asks, who has the largest dick? Me! Um... Sure, we'll go with yeah. that. Yeah! <laughs> it's probably Ryan. Uh, Billy Summers asks, what are some of your favorite games in general? That's a big question. Big question. Uh, some of mine, Galaxy 2, Paper Mario, Galaxy 2, Sonic Colors, like what the fuck else, Kid Icarus Uprising, Golden Sun, Trail Dose, oh, no. uh, Donkey Kong <laughs> Country 2, how could I forget that one, uh, probably Glover, really? No, oh. um, <laughs> It is good, but I I know I guess Lunatea's Veil would be up there. I liked Plant Robobot a lot. Um, maybe Adventure Two. I don't know. Oh, it's Spyro Three. Can't forget that one. And the best game in the trilogy. Even better and than a Hero's it's probably Tale. Sunshine. Oh, yeah, no <laughs> questions. Heroes Tales like the worst of the five. And that includes Enter the Dragonfly. I'm, I'm not Whoa. kidding. I fucking hated Heroes Tale. Uh, in all seriousness, Enter the Dragonfly is a technically worse game, for sure. But Heroes Tale is such a slog that I'm not sure I'd prefer to play it, if that makes any mm -hmm. sense. Uh, but, yeah, that's that's pretty much all for me. What about you fellas? Dan! Um, alright. Uh, Klonoa 2, Kingdom Hearts 2, Sonic Adventure 2, <laughs> get all those Golden twos. Golden Sun 2. Um, uh. Yeah, you get the fuck Aww. out of here, Ryan. Alright? <laughs> and deal with your shit today. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, Undertale. Really? Uh, huh. yeah. Yeah, I've... I can I, at one point I considered it my favorite game, and I sometimes I still do, but I mean I'm pretty tentative with my favorite game spot. I don't because I'm uh, indecisive. Also, when I say really, it's more like oh really because I don't really know much about that game, but I heard some like 
things about it. Not really good or bad, just I things. I think it's fantastic. I think the fan base kind of ruined it for the general public. Uh, well, I, I don't want to get into that, because I, I don't believe that, but... Um, Twilight Princess... Uh, Mario Galaxy... Any Mario game? Can I say no, any Mario game? Not 64. Um, <laughs> like half of my favorite games are Mario games. Y'all are just fanboys. It's not my fault that Mario is really consistent. You're just a big old and that Golden Sun died. <laughs> I mean, like I even I'm scripting right now for Sunshine. Even my biggest complaints with that game, I'm like, yeah, this is great. This is still a step up from 64. I like it, you know? Like, <laughs> it's, it's, you just, it's really hard to, like, to, you know, because, you know, 64 was the best game no. ever made, you know? Like, it's the best Mario game ever. So, you know, it's, it's kind of hard to top that, right? I guess it wasn't like, because they, the, how fucking fitting <laughs> is, is that, like, a game that, like, fucking Sunshine, that was rushed up the butt and had so much cut content, Surpasses Mario 64 in like almost every fucking way. Uh oh. Uh oh, you have an argument, Ryan. <laughs> you're you're gonna get us killed. <laughs> I will bring I am the Ragnarok for the Unverse cast. I am the bringer of ends. Oh, <laughs> uh, we love you, Ryan. I love you guys too. Um right, uh, what is there more for Dan? Oh. No, not really. I mean, y'all's, y'all's I mean, are in like, the minds. Ratchet and Clank Two Which is one? pretty Ratchet great. Two? It so. is. Yeah. I mean, for me, you know, you got Majora's Mask, you got Sonic Adventure, Fire Emblem Awakening, Golden Sun, Pokemon Ruby, Halo Reach, God of War Three, Kingdom Hearts Two. Shit, Chibi Robo, Drill Dozer. Those are damn fucking well-made games. I guess I should also put Pokemon Emerald in there. Yeah, Pokemon Emerald counts yeah, as proxy, yeah, like great. Pokemon Ruby, Sapphire, Emerald. Well, I love most Pokemon games. Though, anyway, honestly, so though, I think... I was having an argument earlier with Twip, and he's talking about, like, how uh, uh -huh. Sun and Moon and, um... <laughs> and, uh, what's the other one? Diamond and Pearl were, like, they sucked, and I had to have a conversation <laughs> with him about bad games, and... I mean, to be fair, fun. Gen 7 does uh, kind of suck. <laughs> It's it's funny that you liken Twip to your to a dad, Ryan, because he does sometimes you just sound like a senile old man who's never satisfied with anything. But if I'm being honest though, like why didn't you put more uh whatever those little bubbly things uh, tapioca on my pudding? <laughs> if I'm being honest though, this, oh, oh. this, this pudding's this, fucking this pudding broken. Has too many 2D sections. There's too much 2D in this pudding. I want better pudding. What the fuck? <laughs> this pudding's so and fucking change glitchy. change my depends. <laughs> but if I'm being honest though, I think like Omega Ruby is like outweighing original Ruby. Because like, I don't know what it is about it, but I just, I'm having so much fun with Omega Ruby because I'm replaying it again. And I'm loving every second of it. So that's up there too. Brawl is one of them. That's yeah, probably my favorite remake mm -hmm. that they've done. Like so. Brawl, Project M, throw oh. those two in there, but... They've only done three of them, so I guess, yeah, but that's my favorite one out of them. Yeah, those are mine. And they, they, they can never change. They can, they never, can never change! change. <laughs> Heroes will never die! They're like my children. Indeed. 
Uh, yeah, I think that's it for that question yes. then. Uh, let's see. Uh, favorite 2D platformer and favorite 3D platformer. <laughs> uh, my favorite 2D is DKC2, all the way. Uh, favorite 3D... My, my favorite 3D and 2D platformer is, uh, Klonoa 2. <laughs> 2.5D! Favorite 3D platformer... I don't know, I guess... Galaxy 2. I guess. I don't know. I mean, I think uh, in terms of being 3D, Odyssey is probably better. But... Yeah. Whatever, some Mario I mean, game know. will say that. I'm not gonna cop out and say Klonoa 2. Because uh, I, I don't really know, like, you can, like, is Klonoa 2 like a 2D platformer mostly, right? So, yeah. would that count? I'd probably put that under 2D platformer. Um, and then 3D... Uh, <laughs> I'd, eh, it's Mario Galaxy, probably. Drill or Galaxy 2, whenever I play that again. Always that asterisk, because I don't Drill really Dozer's my favorite 2D platformer of all time, and uh, Sonic Adventure's my favorite 3D platformer. How, how did I know that was coming? Because I can't... Mix <laughs> I, I, I need to <laughs> spread the word of our lord and savior, Drill Dozer. The game gets no love. But it's so good. Uh, okay. <laughs> Uh, so here's some new questions we got today. Hey. Um, I tweeted out again. Probably answer all these. Uh, Lens of Truth asks, have you, any of you ever played Ghost Trick Phantom Detective on the DS or listened to its OST? Ghost Trick, yeah. uh, let me I see. I it. What's it called? Ghost, Ghost Trick, Trick Phantom Detective. It's for the DS. It's kind of like... Ace Attorney or Professor Layton. Ghost Trick movie 2017? There's a movie? Ghost Trick. Oh, Phantom Trick. Detective. Oh. I'm stupid. Okay, Ghost Trick. Uh, da, 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 da. Oh! Uh, I haven't played it, but I have, I have seen it. I've seen it in action. Is this by right. the <laughs> WarriorWare guys or no? Uh, I don't th think so. Pretty sure WarioWare guys are just Nintendo. Wait, was this a Nintendo game or was it like a third party on the DS? I th I thought I th no, it's thought Capcom. Ghost Trick. Yeah, I thought it was Capcom. I mean, maybe it is made by the yeah. Ace Attorney team. All right. It would make a lot of sense if it was. I've never heard of Ghost Trick, nor played it, nor listened to the OST. I know of it. <laughs> Is that good enough? Mm, Fuck. No. <laughs> Alright, so Nitro Indigo, who used to have a Yanma avatar, asks, uh, What worlds do you want to see in Kingdom Hearts 3? Treasure Planet. Yes. <laughs> that was. Yes, Ryan. Um, this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. Um, I know that it was supposed to be in Dream Drop, but they cut it out. Gonna leave it. Oh, hello. Oh, oh! Right. I heard someone like. No, never mind. We're good. We're good. But yeah, it was supposed to be in Dream Drop, but it got cut out for some reason. Okay. Yeah. Uh, 
I would have I would like that because it's ironic I hadn't seen anything from Dream Drop Distance movie wise. You haven't seen Hunchback I, of Notre Dame. Oh, no, that movie's so I good. I have not seen. I have not seen that tonal mishmash. No. <laughs> I'm losing to a bird. Just watch it. Just watch the movie. It's good. I already uh, got Toy Story, so I don't really know. <laughs> Star Wars! Let's get Star Wars in Avengers! Yeah, sure, why not? We'll have lightsaber keyblades. Like, we already had lightsabers with Zemmus. Yeah, I'd be down for, so. like, a lightsaber keyblade. Let's fucking go! It can just be... a retelling of New Hope, I guess. We'll, we'll do that. But instead, we'll have two chosen ones for one. We'll have Luke and Sora. <laughs> Uh, we already have Marvel World, so that's gonna be Big Hero 6. Ah, uh, yeah, technically. Um, and, let's see. We have Tangled. Uh, how about a good Lilo and Stitch World? Let's do that. Because the one we got was shit. So what, just Hawaii? Uh, yes. For, because, I don't know, I guess doing all the alien stuff makes it more interesting, but... Yeah, I, I did not like Deep Space. I thought it was really... Pretty much all the worlds in Birth by Sleep sucked. Uh, A Jungle Book world would be pretty uh, cool. Uh, uh, that one wouldn't be okay. I, I'm talking more about for, like, aesthetics. Yeah. <laughs> and they can do the live-action one sure. if they want. <laughs> Uh, you know. Well, in that case, we might as well do a brother bear world. <laughs> so you know what would be interesting though, and like, because like, we already got pirates from Kingdom Hearts two. It would be cool to get something that played a bit more like um, Dead Man's Chest, just so we could fight the Kraken. That would be so fucking cool. I'd want to do that, or like a Kraken Heartless okay. or some shit. Um, yeah, I don't really know what I want to see. I, I do know that they're going to have all original worlds, right? Except for uh, Hercules world, but even that's kind of different. Mm, it's Mount Olympus and not the Olympus Coliseum. Yep. Finally, finally moving on from that. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, I got most, most of the worlds I would have wanted to see kind of got were poorly made in Birth by Sleep. Like, I, I would've, I really was interested in seeing Sleeping Beauty World until I actually played it and realized how boring it was. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's that. Yeah, I mean, like So, can, can, uh, can we end? Because I, I need to go. Right, okay. um, yeah. I think that's gonna be it for today, folks. We answered quite a few questions. Uh, we got through most of them, actually. Yeah. Uh, so hopefully your question got answered, but if it didn't, uh, we're gonna. I, I would like to promise we do this more often, but who knows what's gonna happen? Maybe uh, we can start <laughs> doing these more on like our downtimes. You know, it's just like I don't know what like, you know, just like on a downtimes. Like, hey, you guys, want to fucking answer some questions? And we'd be like, oh hell yeah. And then we just go. Sure. 
Yeah, we'll do yeah. that. Uh, so from now on, uh, we're gonna be doing questions. We'll, we'll do this. I'll tweet out stuff at Exo Paradigm Gamer on Twitter, and you guys reply, and we'll answer questions that way. And yeah, I think Ryan's idea is a good one. <laughs> so thank you all for joining us today and enjoying the the greatest fan fiction of all time. <laughs> Uh, and we'll see you guys for another episode real soon. Hopefully next time Hedox will be back to grace us with his uh, impeccably unimitable voice. And till then, uh, we are the Unversed cast, and we love you. I don't.